Greetings, family. Today, reading The Love Life. Live the Love Life by Kenny Copeland. Thank you for coming on today's podcast for Faith to Faith, a revolutionary new study of God's Word on a consistent basis makes it for a good life for us. Let's go ahead and open this session with a moment of silence, followed by the Lord's Prayer. Let us give thanks for all for our ears and our eyes and our those are gifts from God to us. Thank you, God, for our ears and our eyes. Okay, let's pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you so much for coming in today's study. We're going to be reading 1 John 2, 5 and 6 to kick it off. But whoso keepeth his word... In him, verily, is the love of God perfected. Hereby know that we are in him. He that said he abided in him ought himself also to walk, even as he walked. 1 John 2, 5 and 6. There is nothing, absolutely nothing, that is more important than learning to love. In fact, how accurately you perfect the love walk will determine how much of the perfect will of God you accomplish. That's because every other spiritual force derived its action from love. For example, the Bible teaches us that fate worketh by love. An answer's prayer is almost an impossibility when a believer steps out of love and refuses to forgive or is in strife with his brother. Again, to get a prayer that's answered is is impossible when a believer steps outside of love and refuses to forgive or is in strife or in or is habitually in strife all the time, either with God, his brothers, or somebody. Remember, there is nothing, absolutely nothing, that is more important than learning to love. In fact, how accurately you perfect the love walk will determine how much of the perfect will of God you accomplish. That's because every other spiritual force derives its action from love. Without love, your giving will not work. Tongues and prophecy will not work. Faith fails and knowledge is unfruitful. All the truth that you have learned from God's word worked by love, they will profit you nothing unless you live the unless you Live the love of God. Live the love of God. 1 Corinthians 13, 4, 8 paints a perfect picture of how love behaves. It's patient, it's kind, it's not jealous or proud, it doesn't behave rudely or selfish, it isn't touchy. Love, bear it all things, believe it all things, hope it all things, endure it all things. Sounds like a tall order, doesn't it? But don't despair. You are a love creature. God has recreated your spirit in the image of love. 
And he has sent his love spirit to live in you and teach you how to love as he loves, okay? We are in training. You can live the love of life. Begin today. 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 13. Let's go ahead and read that. It says... It says, uh, hang on, please. If I can speak in the tongues of men and even of angels, but have not love, reasoning, intentional, spiritual devotion, such as inspired by God's love for and in us, I am only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. I'm reading from the Amplified Bible, the classic one. If I have prophetic powers, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose and understand all the secret truth and mysteries and possess all knowledge, and if I have sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains but not have love, God's love in me, I am nothing, a useless nobody. Even if I dole out all that I have to the poor in providing food, and if I surrender my body to be burned or any in order that I may glory, but have not love, God's love in me, I gain nothing. Love endures long and is patient and kind. Love never is envious nor boils over with jealousy, is not boastful or vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily. It is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. It is not rude, unmannerly, and doesn't act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way, for it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account for the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes, is every ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances, and it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades, or auto becomes obsolete or becomes to an end. As for prophecy, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, it will be fulfilled and pass away, and for tongues they will be destroyed and cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. It will lose its value and be superseded by truth. For our knowledge is fragmentary, incomplete, and imperfect. And our prophecy, our teaching is fragmentary, incomplete, and imperfect. But when the complete and perfect total comes, the incomplete and imperfect will vanish away, become antiquated, void, and superseded. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. Now that I have become a man, I am done away with childless ways and have put them aside. For now we are looking in a mirror that gives only a dim, blurred reflection of reality as in a riddle of, or enigma. But then when perfection comes, when perfection comes, we shall see in reality and face to face. Now I know in part imperfectly, but then I shall know and understand fully and clearly, even in the same manner as I have been fully and clearly known and understood by God. And so faith, hope, love abided. Faith, conviction, and belief respecting man's relations to God and divine things, hope, joyful, and confident expectation of eternal salvation. 
love, true affection for God and man, growing out of God's love for and in us. These three, but the greatest of this is love. Whew, what an explanation, huh? And so faith, hope, love, abided, faith, conviction, and belief, respecting man's relation to God and divine things, hope, joyful, confident expectation of eternal salvation. Love, true affection for God and man, growing out of God's love for and in us. So God's love is our catalyst. Thank you so much for coming in today's reading. God bless you. God bless you.